0: I was going to do Jokic on his own. I think that he is a cut above this year, but I do understand that there is trade rumors going around. Um, Jamal Murray is going to come back at some stage. and Sorry, trade rumors going around about, say, Ben Simmons getting to to Denver. They've got the depth there to make a trade happen. But, I mean, if you start your your draft with Nikola Jokic, if you've got the first pick, I think you've got to take him. Um, If he slides to you at two, I I think that's still as close as we can get to a perfect fantasy guy. He shoots really good from both percentages, shoots the three, obviously rebounds really well, obviously assists fantastic. Um, He's an incredible passer. Um, His defensive stats are okay. That's probably his biggest letdown, as well as turnovers. Um, Obviously, he took a step up in points this year, so I think he's really, really good. And if you got the first pick or first couple of picks, I think that he's the guy that you're going to go with. Carl Anthony Towns, he's he's right up there. He's very close to a top five pick this year. Um, he just needs to stay healthy. I'm going to give him a pass mark for last year because obviously there was a lot of things that went on with his family um, with COVID in the US there and he he was also, uh, I think he had, uh, had some sort of an injury so he missed time from that as well. So I will let him have a pass mark. He's going to have some more supporting staff around him this year as well. So as long as um, the T-Wolves are staying as long as they can compete, um, as long as they're making a push for the playoffs, I think that Cat is going to have a monster year. He, again, is someone who is going to put up bulk threes, he's going to get you really good percentages, he anchors you from the line, really good boards, he's going to get you three and a half, four assists per game, decent blocks. Um, the nature of his game is going to get you close to a steal as well, Um yeah, I, I really like Kat. I think he's going to slip a bit because of last year as well. So if you can get him outside the top five, uh, I think that's a really good spot to grab him. Um, in tier two, in tier two, we've got Joel Embiid, we've got um, Nikola Vucevic, and we've got Bam Adebayo. Now, I was going to put another one or two people in here. Um, I could, You could potentially argue that Embiid and or Vuce should be higher. Um, you could... Potentially argue that Sabonis should be in here as well. Sabonis is not on any of these lists. I, I see him more as a power forward as much as he's got center eligibility. Um, but Embiid, I think he is—he's an absolute weapon. The only thing that you have to contend with is obviously his health. And if you're okay to to run that risk, then I I, I do think that he's going to have a, a phenomenal year. So he is—he's somebody that I really, really do like. He he does everything you need him to. He. <laughs> Great percentages, we uh, will put up the three. He prefers being in the post, so his percentage or his field goal is always going to be high. Um, rebounds well, passes decent for a, for a big man, one and a half um, to two blocks per game. Points great, um, does turn it over a little bit, but any ball dominant player is going to turn it over. Vooch, I think he's somebody that goes underrated every single year in drafts, which is awesome uh, because it means that you can get him and it means that he is getting to you at value. I think that if you're in a smart league, you should be getting him in the in the teens, in the, in the mid to high teens. If you have an early pick and then he's around there in the early 20s, I think you got to snap him up because he's a really good player. He does a bit of everything. I don't think that being in Chicago is going to hurt him at all. He's going to do the same thing. He's so, so consistent. I've always slept on him because he's just super boring. He's Floor is high, his ceiling is equally high, and you just know what you're going to get game in, game out. Uh, Bam, I think he's another player who's going to who's going to slide. He passes the ball really well. He rebounds really well. He's really decent from the line, um, and he's he's good from the field. Does turn the ball over a bit, but I, I do think that he is going to hopefully uh, rain that in a little bit this year. And I think his assist will still be okay. Might drop a little bit, but I think his um, defensive numbers will increase as well. He's one of those players who's a really good real life defender that hasn't translated to fantasy just yet. So gets himself in really good positions, uh, defends on the ball really well, can defend on the ball from multiple positions and, I think that there's only a matter of time until that 1.1, 1.2 steals, 1.1, 1.2 blocks turns into 1.5 and 1.5, which would do wonders for his his fantasy value. He's also going to get you close to or near enough to 20 points a game. And and I think, again, he's somebody that if you can get, you should be getting him in the high, high teens, low 20s. Um, if he does slip past that, I think that's a steal. Uh, tier three, we've got Rudy Gobert, we've got DeAndre Ayton, we've got Miles Turner, my man, um, Clint Capella, jo- Jonas Valanciunas, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Christian Wood. Now I did speak about JJJ and Christian Wood on the the power forward ones. I won't go into those guys too much, but I think if they stay healthy, they're really good picks um, in the early to mid rounds. Um, they're going to put up. They're they're not dissimilar whenever it comes to the game. puts up um, puts up good threes. Uh, could rebound maybe more than you would, uh, could rebound more than they currently do and decent defensive stats and, and good points. Um, but Gobert is, I I think at the right price, he is a great center to own. My concern is that he always goes a little earlier than he should because name br- name brand value as well as his monster blocks. So, Really good for a field goal, really good for boards, really good for blocks. Not much else for that. Um, I don't think that he's going to be taking the leap from this tier three into tier two. Um, I do think that he could be taking the leap from tier three down to tier four if his points don't don't stay up there. Um, he he's going to have a good year. He's going to be consistent. He's going if he stays healthy, he's he's going to be fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think you've got to make sure that you're getting him at the right value. At that right value, I think he's probably probably in the 30s. If you can get him around there, that's right. If you're having to reach him in the 20s, I wouldn't. The same as DeAndre Ayton. I think he was rated in the 40s um, for the year. And I think he's going to be better than that. I think he is going to be a mid-30s player. But again, people are reaching for him. So just make sure that you are going to get him at the right value. He's going to be really good for points, boards, um, he he does need to increase on the defensive end. If he can increase his blocks, then he's going to have a, a really good year and he's going to be great for you. But just be mindful that you don't reach early for Aiden just because he had a really great final series. Um, and then Miles Turner, Clint Capella, Valentina. So Turner, uh, I'm not going to go into too much um, too much depth for threes and blocks. A lot of his values tied into his blocks. Um, 'll it, the jury's out where he how he is played um, under Rick Carlisle alongside Sabonis. I don't think that he's going to play much inside so there's going to be um, his field goal is definitely going to drop. his threes are probably going to increase but those monster blocks carry his value. And then, Clint Capella, similar to Gobert, I think if you can get him in the 30s, really good value. They're not dissimilar players for that, monster boards, monster blocks. Valentunas is going to have a really, really nice year. So, he's somebody who who could genuinely take the next step up, Um, and I think that he's going to be really good for all kinds of shooting, um, rebounds, and chipping with a, a block and a steal. So... I really like Valanciunas as somebody who is going to slip, somebody that you can get inside the top 50 and that's going to return probably inside top 40 value. Um, At tier four, we've got Nurkic, we've got Williams, we've got Isaiah Stewart, we've got Jared Allen, we've got Brooke Lopez, and we've got Mitchell Robinson. So I I could probably take all... If my league allowed it, I could take all six of these centers and be absolutely stoked. Um, Nurk, I think, is going to have a bounce back here. He passes the ball really well for a big man. Um, it's just a matter of what he can do um, with regards to his points. He obviously is coming off a couple of injuries and played some really bad basketball last year. So I think we are looking at a bounce back here. Robert Williams just needs to stay healthy. If he can stay healthy and he can get close to 30 minutes a night, we're looking at a, uh, a double-double with two or three blocks, monster sort of a guy um Isaiah Stewart I love I think he's got a really nice clear pathway to to big minutes and to um and to to early round value I think he could be a top 40 sort of center with again with um off the basis of field goal boards and blocks Jared Allen same sort of guy Mitchell Robinson same sort of guy these William Stewart Allen Robinson and then a couple of people that I've got coming up here are uh, similar sort of guys, pathways clear, responsibilities there's, uh, opportunities there's if they want to take it, field goal, boards, blocks towards the middle and ladder rounds of drafts. And if people want to let them slide into close to 100, let them. Uh, I think that they're all going to perform at 60, 70 value and- they're going to have good years. They just need to stay healthy, stay out of foul trouble and I think they'll be fine. And then Brooke Lopez, threes in, three and D. Um, so he's going to put up a couple of threes. He's going to get a couple of blocks. Like a mini poor man's Miles Turner um, and JJJ. Um, he's going to get it done. He's going to be consistent. I do have my concerns over Lopez because he's the fourth man in the pecking order there. Um, so how is he going to get his shots to, to stay value? Devin Vincenzo is going to come back healthy as well. So how does that look for his value? Um, I think he is going to be okay. Um but again, he's somebody that you'd be looking at grabbing at about the hundred sort of mark. Um Evan Mobley uh, sorry, tier five, Evan Mobley, Jakob Purdle, Mobumba, Kelly Olenek, and Mason Plumley. It starts to taper off a little bit here. Um will people with a bit more risk associated with their game, um and a Yeah, people who haven't necessarily... Evan Mobley is going to be coming off the bench behind Jared Allen. They've got Laura Marketing, so they're paying Marketing $65 million over, I think, three or four years, so you're not going to get... You're not going to spend that on a player and not play him, so he's going to have an opportunity to show what he can do. Mobley's going to come either. He's probably going to get some minutes at the four, but he's going to spend the majority of his minutes at the five behind Allen, which is concerning for his value, but... If he can carve out a role, he he's gonna have a really good year. Jakob he's gonna be the starting center there in San Antonio. Again, not dissimilar to the other guys. Um box blocks and boards, but he doesn't have as much high or as much of a, a ceiling on the offensive end. mobumba Bumba, Mo, Bamba, Mo Bamba is going to be coming off oh, starting behind Carter Jr. whenever it comes to the pecking order. But I have got him much higher because i think he's going to have a better year um he he shoots the ball really well he can knock it down from deep he can um he can block the ball really well so I'm quite high on him he's just got to get opportunity and once he gets the opportunity i think he'll hold on to it and i think he'll get um get that role again Carter junior can't stay healthy so I'm not too concerned about him um he's actually down in tier seven. Olinick, he can play multiple positions, which is which is great for his value. Uh he he's obviously going to knock down triples. He's not going to be their starting center. Um, so I'm not concerned about the the value for Stewart on that. He's going to come off the bench and play either the, the four or five depending on the rotations there. And then uh, Mason Plumley. I think he's gonna have a really good year. He is he He's going to get slept on quite a lot, but he had a really good year last year. So, he passes the ball. I think he might have had a couple of triple doubles last year or went really close a couple of times. Um, he's going to have a good year. He he passes the ball well for a big guy, underrated passer for a big guy. Uh, he's going to get you 10 and 10, 10 and 12, or 12 and 10, I should say. Um, and he's going to be fine. He's boring, but he's absolutely going to, to have a fine year. So... He's probably a last round sort of guy um, because he'll be there, but definitely worth grabbing. Horford, um, Nerlens, Noel, um, Sengun, Claxton, Gafford, Harrell, and Birch. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about Horford because I think he's really boring. I don't want to talk about him. Um, Nerlens, he's up here because there is a little bit of a question mark next to Robinson's ability to stay healthy and stay out of foul trouble. Again, if if Robinson stays healthy and stays out of foul trouble, he's going to have a good year and Nerlens is not going to um not going to do much. Sengun, he is probably going to play a little bit more at the four than he is at the five, but I think that he's going to have a really good year. Can knock it down from deep and really stretch the floor. Nick Claxton, not so much on the offensive end, more on the defensive end, boards and blocks. Daniel Gafford and Harold. So I've been asked a lot of questions about how this um how this rotation is going to shape up in, in Washington. And I think Harold's going to get the start, but I think Gafford is the better center there, uh, especially from a defensive end. Um, so I like him as a, a late round guy. Uh, Ken Birch as well. So Ken Birch from Toronto. I think he's going to get the, the start there at center. Um, Nick Nurse doesn't love Chris Boucher. So I think Birch is, is the man there. And then uh, it drops off pretty quickly here. So um, tier seven, James Wiseman, Enos cancer Wendell Carter Jr., Thomas Bryant, Stephen Adams, and Moses Brown. So Wiseman, I think is still a long-term project. Um, he's going to get minutes and um, they're just going to be inconsistent. Enos Carter is coming off behind Robert Williams. So again, he can't play defense. He's going to be an offensive guy, 10 and 10 sort of guy. So if you like that, grab him late. Wendell Carter Jr., if you're, if you're getting Carter Jr., you've got to get Bamba and vice versa because one of those two is going to win out. As I said, I I back Bumper to win out, but one of those two is going to win out and one of those two is going to have a really good year. Thomas Bryant can't stay healthy, so that's why I've got Harrell and I've got um, Gafford ahead of him. So Bryant will probably be the first guy off your board out of those three centers, which is fine. Don't reach for him. He's not going to stay healthy. Um, Steven Adams, boring. Um, Don't worry about him. And then Moses Brown in Dallas. So last year, we saw stretches of... Brown having absolute monster games for OKC. He got bounced around a bit, which was an absolute shame, and then ended up in Dallas. Now he's buried in the depth chart, but I really like him out of their centres as somebody who's worth while grabbing late in your draft or just watching on the putting on the watch list because he could have a really, really good year, but it might be later in the year. So a talented guy. Um but yeah, he's, he's stuck in behind yeah, your Dwight Powell's, your, your Maxi Clebes and those sort of guys. Um, that's pretty much it. As you would see, I I raced through those last couple of rounds because the, the value really does drop off and most leagues have a cap on your centre-eligible players or your, your primary centre-eligible players. So the tiers four and five there I think are the the really good target ones for your mid to late rounds Um, and then you want to be getting guys with high upside so your Claxton your Gaffords your Birches um, your Browns your Senguns those sort of guys who could have really good years and take that next step up Um, other than that as I said I'm going to open up the mailbag on some of the TikTok and Instagram questions, if you got them, shoot them through. Make sure you hit the button to to follow and subscribe. I have mentioned it on um, one of my TikTok videos as well. Happy to help out absolutely everybody and anybody. Um, if you're sliding into the DMs on Instagram, I am going to prioritize the ones that have followed because obviously I'm looking to to grow um, the follower base on that platform as well so if you want me to to jump in and and answer some questions happy to Uh, just make sure you click the follow button but until next time um, don't forget to rate and subscribe